If you're joining us on Zoom, this is our office here in Paris, Ontario. Thought this would be a little more fun to try to broadcast it right from here instead of my little face on Zoom. So hope this is fun for you guys. It's our first time trying it this way, so forgive me, or I'd love some feedback in the chat. Um, I'm gonna hand these out. Um, I've got a worksheet for today's session. You'll be getting it in the follow-up email uh, when we post this online, but it's basically just taking the whole presentation into one page. Um, it's got a second back page for you guys, so you'll pass that around. Okay, we're gonna get right into the meeting today. I promised you I was gonna show you exactly what we do or what I've done through my whole career and what I teach here at the crew, what I've taught Riley, our ISA, exactly how to do every single day. Um, I have a lot of slides and I wanna get through this very quickly. So I'm gonna talk fast. Um, please do yourself a favor and try to be very present at least for the 30 minutes here, right? It's gonna be one of my themes later this month, but it sucks for me to look out there and see people checking Instagram or whatever, unless you're posting and tagging me, obviously. Thanks, appreciate it. Yeah, okay, so we're just gonna get into this. First of all, I have a few questions, right? You don't have to answer, but you guys at home too, um, ask yourself this, how consistent is your monthly income in this business? You make about the same amount of money every single month, month in and month out, or are you riding the income roller coaster, right? Thanks, Michelle. Michelle's on the roller coaster. I bet a bunch of you are too. Second question. Again, these questions are get you thinking and get you participating in the presentation today. Second question. How do you decide every day what prospects to call on? Hmm. I don't. Maybe I uh, wait for them to call me. I check who was last in my DMs. I don't know. Maybe you don't have an answer to that question. I'm going to try to help you with it today. Next question. Do you have a process? You know, I love that word for contacting potential leads. Do you follow a, a system? Do you do it regularly? Probably not, right? Do you have a system for recording your prospecting activity? So you can look back and say, I did a good job this week. I reached out to this many people. I took this many hours. I had this many conversations. These are the people I reached out to. These are the people that need follow-up. Or do you just kind of like hop in your DMs and hope something happens, right? And do you follow up with leads that don't seem interested? I'm gonna sit here for a second because this I will tell you from my career is where all the money is made. And we were just talking about this yesterday, right? It's we're all out there looking for a hot lead, someone to say yes today, but actually all your money in this career is gonna be made in sticking with people until they're ready, not just trying to find someone who's ready today. Someone who's ready today probably already has a realtor, not you, right? Okay, so this is Michelle's life. <laughs> Yay, I made a lot of money. Oh shit, I'm out of clients, right? Yay, I got to work again. I made a lot of money. Oh, crap. I have no clients, right? And right now in January, a lot of us are feeling this piece of the funnel, right? It's a low time of year. We've gone through our winter. You know, it's January 3rd. Not a lot of people are waking up saying, hey, shop with me right now. But they should be. But we go through this cycle, right? I fill the pipeline, then I work with my clients. Then I fill the pipeline, then I work with my clients. Then I fill the pipeline, then I work with my clients. And this is what creates the ebb and flow of our business because we're only doing one of these things at a time. And this is what I see in all my years, 15 years in the business, 10 years as an active business coach. Uh, this is the difference between people that make under $100,000 and make over $100,000 to infinity in this business is they crack what I'm gonna show you today. And it turns into this, right? I make more money, I keep making more money, I keep making more money, I keep making more money. The roller coaster never goes back to, oh shit, what am I gonna do, right? So the key is, and this is, could be the only slide for today, but we're gonna get into it, is instead of doing them one after another, we do them both every week. 
I fill my pipeline and I work with my clients. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, January, February, March. I don't do one at a time. And the problem is, again, you hear me bring this up over and over again. In fact, I think my reel I posted this morning was about this, about being reactive versus proactive. Being reactive is waiting for your clients to need something from you so you can run out and be a real estate agent. Being proactive is doing what I'm going to show you today, is sitting down and finding the next client, even if you're running like crazy and your phone's ringing and you got a deal closing and you're stressed out in the middle of a nego negotiation, you're still going to do this stuff. So the key is the shift between a mindset of working in your business versus working on your business. This is entrepreneurialism 101. Okay. Again, in your business is all the stuff you're being asked to do. It's the life of the real estate agent. I'm going on showings, I'm writing offers, I'm getting my house prep, I'm negotiating a deal, I'm dropping off closing gifts. That's your business. On your business is probably the piece a lot of you guys are missing on the call here in this room, right? That's what we're going to show you today. Now, you're going to get caught up today because first thing I'm going to show you how to do all this, it's called the power hour, but you're going to say, but I don't know who to call. Well, we're going to do that next month, okay? We're going to go over a hundred different ways. I, I'm lying. I'm exaggerating. We're going to go over like a dozen different ways to generate opportunities. But the key is once you have an opportunity, if you're not doing this part, you're going to need so many more opportunities. Imagine most of us, we only need like 24-ish deals a year for our goals or less, depending on where you're at, right? Not a lot of people are saying, I want to sell 100 houses a year. But even if you are, imagine if your conversion rate was 100%. You only need to meet 100 people then, or even less, because some of those people are going to do two deals or more with you. So if your, your goal is 24 ends in a year, I'm just going to use that number, two deals a month. That's a healthy income for everybody. It's probably at least $100,000, even if you're paying a team split or a high brokerage split. So you need 24 people. If your conversion was 100%, you only need 24 people. You don't need 2,000 people. This job is actually easy. We make it too hard. But we have to focus what we're going to do. And then everybody else's question is, well, I don't know what to say. Okay, come back in two weeks, right? I'm going to break down the whole script. That's coming in two weeks. So I can't get this all in in 40 minutes, right? So we're going to focus on what to do today. But please don't get caught up in I don't know who to call or I don't know what to say. We're going to cover that. But if you don't get this part, then the other two pieces don't matter. I can give you 100 leads and you'll get nothing with them. Or we don't have any leads, so we don't have anything to call, nobody to call anyways, right? So we got to get this part figured out. So what is a power hour? A power hour is the key to having a never-ending flow of clients. It's a series of activities we do in a logical order every single day, no matter how busy we are. It becomes a habit. It's like eating breakfast or brushing your teeth or getting dressed, right? going out for a walk, whatever you want to do with discipline, this has to become part of it. It's not something we do when we're broke or when we're out of clients or when we want to change our goals. It just, this is the job. It's the boring, monotonous part of the job. It's Riley's full-time job as an inside sales agent. This is all he does for us, right? Because he doesn't go out in the field. But for many of us, as, you, as I'm describing this today, I'd really like to think about how many hours a week you spend in power hour. And I'm going to guess... It's probably less than five. It might be less than two. If it's one, I'm still proud of you, but it might be zero a lot of weeks. And that scares the shit out of me, right? There's 200 working days a year, even if you have multiple weeks off and all weekends off. If you just did this for one hour a day, those 200 working days a year, 200 power hours a year, imagine the results that came out, right? So trick question, how long is a power hour? An hour. Trick question, Michelle, but I love the participation, thanks. <laughs> As long as it takes, right? We call it a power hour to give it a good feeling, right? It's supposed to be a positive thing. 
It's not my grind. It's not my, my hell hour, right? It's my power hour. It's where I get the power in the business because a power hour creates abundance. Okay, that's why it gives you the power because now you're qualifying who you want to work with. You're picking and choosing. You're saying no to people or they're not ready, right? The power hour can be anything from 30 minutes to four hours. Depends how much power you want, right? How much abundance you want in your funnel. Now, how, when do we do a power hour? I would set, recommend we do it in the morning. That's when we're least busy. But if you got nothing going on, a second power hour in the evening, a power hour on the weekend, four power hours on Sunday instead of an open house, whatever, right? Don't get caught up in the hour. It's the act of doing it. Thank you, Mr. Kuhn. Okay, last question before I get into this. If I teach you this, will you do it? Yes. Thank you, Josh. Really, believe me. It's, it's useless to come to one of these sessions and take something like this. Like I put a lot of thought and a lot of stuff into the materials to be handed out later. Um, I put multiple power hours into just preparing this. So please do me a favor and take a gift like this, how boring this is. This is like real estate 101. And believe me that if you do it, it will work. It's been working for me for 15 years, okay? I'm not here teaching you anything that I didn't do in my own career. I developed this for myself by going to all kinds of paid trainings, flying across the country, going down to the platforms that generate these leads, having them teach me, and then working with it every day to turn it into something that worked for me and I could repeat. You guys that hang out with me a lot, you know, I like to have flowcharts and systems to run my life. I don't like to just be willy nilly. I like to know if I do this, I will get a result. And this has been paying the bills for me and everyone that's worked with me for years. Okay, a couple of definitions, right? Just so we're all speaking the same language. Anybody, what, what's, a, what's a lead? Thank you, Morgan. Yeah, you, since you're not mic'd, I'll repeat the answers. But in my language, a lead is someone who's made an inquiry, who you think you have a chance with, but you haven't spoken to yet. And spoken to, I mean, had a real conversation. One or two text messages isn't a conversation yet. This is, I've had a full out conversation with them. I understand their needs. They know my name now. If I call them back, it's gonna be easier. That's a conversation. So in my mind, a lead is someone that we have not spoken to yet, have not qualified yet. Okay, then what's an opportunity? Okay, yeah, so it's somebody, it was a lead, now we've spoken to them. But what haven't we done with them? No, yeah, it's, we haven't been out in the field with them yet, right? So we're still in the warming them up. So there's still an opportunity for us to do business, but we haven't done any business with them yet. Then obviously a client is someone we're out in the field with. You pick, do I have an active contract or not? Doesn't matter, right? If you're out belly to belly, you're showing them houses, you've been to their house, they're your client now. Do not lose them. And then Sphere is obviously anyone that's been our client already or that will be our client in the future because they already like you, but they just haven't transacted yet. We got these four main groups of people. And it's key to understand that these four different groups, we're going to treat them differently. And we have to put them into different groups and follow up with them differently. Because if I call my sphere like they're a lead, we were talking about this yesterday, right? It's going to suck. They're going to feel weird, right? But if I treat an opportunity like my sphere, they might go find a different realtor. Is this making sense? Okay, so we got the definitions good. Now the goals of the power hour are pretty simple. Goal number one is talk to somebody new, right? If every day of your life you met a new stranger who needed help in real estate, 200 working days a year, shit, you'd only have to close one out of four of them to hit your goals, right? Goal number two is to review the market. Be the smartest realtor in the room. The hot sheet is our stock ticker, right? And also, if you do this every day, you don't get behind. You have stuff to talk about for the rest of your power hour. So we're going to get into that in a second. 
Number three is to complete your tasks. If you promise to do something and you put a reminder in your calendar and then you didn't do it, oh my God, please you give me heartburn, right? You took all that time to write it down, put a reminder, and then you just watch that reminder go by. So number three in the power hours, do the things we promised ourselves and our clients we were going to do. Yeah, everyone's like, ah, don't, don't stare at me, Jeff, right? Next, next goal is to follow up on our opportunities. And again, if you're paying attention, what's the goal if we're following up with our opportunity? Is get an appointment. Yeah, let's go from opportunity to client. So our goal for those people is we've stuck with them this long. They're warming up. We've talked to them three times. Let's go belly to belly with them. So book an appointment. And then the fourth goal is to stay in contact or fifth, whatever. I don't have numbers on my notes. Uh, the fifth goal would be stay in contact with our sphere and not close them or do anything with them, but we stay in touch real easy. We put it at the end because it's the easiest. We don't put the easiest shit at the beginning. Okay, so step one. And these are on your notes. And again, if you're watching the uh, webinar, I will send you this uh, PDF that everybody's holding in the room here. Step one is actually not part of the power hour at all. It happens 24 seven. We call it speed to lead, right? And the reason speed to lead is important when someone inquires with you, it's more important in 2023 than ever. I've been doing this since 2008. It was not as important. People were more patient 15 years ago. They're not anymore. How patient are you when you make an inquiry to somewhere or you phone somewhere for an appointment or you're waiting for a call back? Yeah. I am in the group of the most impatient people I've ever seen in my life here, right? I got a bunch of young real estate agents. This is probably the, the Venn diagram of impatience, right? We're all like, where the fuck is the callback? Why aren't they responding to my email? Why haven't they signed that yet? Guess what? The people that are inquiring and asking you for help, they're doing the same thing about you. And this is a big one to get over is you got to call that person back right away. If you are available, if you are not belly to belly with another client, either answer the phone or call them back. I don't answer my phone. Uh, even if call display, I know it. But you know when I do answer my phone, when I have no idea what that number is, I will go connect because you never know. And that's when the craziest opportunities, sometimes crazy people too, but you get into a conversation. The most important thing here and the thing I hear in this room a lot when I have sessions with you guys is, but I want to be prepared. I don't have my computer in front of me. No, stop, right? You just lost the lead. They've called somebody else or somebody else has called them back faster. They just registered on your website. They just registered on four people's websites, right? They called you about a property. They've called four listing agents, right? So we want to call them back. The first person who gets in the door usually gets the client. There's a statistic from the National Association of Realtors in the States that 67% of home buyers use the first realtor they spoke with. So you got a two out of three shot if you just call them back quickest and then take it from there. So you don't know, you don't have your computer, great. You go, hey, I just want to call you back. I'm in my car, I actually don't have that in front of me. I just want to make sure I got in touch with you and I'll call you back later, right? You don't have to have it all figured out. You just have to make first contact. Okay, so speed delete is happening 24 seven as fast as you can. Now we're going to get into the power hour. So new lead outreach is our first section. Again, when someone inquires with you, you want to get back to them as fast as possible. Now, if you've been doing speed to lead, there should be almost nobody in this group, right? The only people in this group are the people you tried to call and you haven't gotten through to yet. So the next problem I hear come up a lot in coaching sessions, I don't want to bug them, right? I left them a voicemail yesterday. It's not how it works, right? Persistence is the key in this game. So I've studied, we've done this. You have about a seven to 10 day window before this person will no longer remember inquiring with you. So for that seven to 10 days, we want to go hard, right? I call it hurry up and wait at about seven to 10 days. Then I back off. 
they're going to have to inquire again. Because if I'm calling them for 14 days straight, I might get my number blocked. But day one, it's going to be phone, pleasant voicemail. And again, we'll go over all the scripts in two weeks. Then hang up, text, hey, I just got your voicemail. It's, it's Jeff from the crew. I'm trying to get in touch with you. Call me back. Then day two through seven, no more voicemails, but just try again, try again, try again, right? In 2023, a lot of us are not answering our phone if we're busy. And then I'm also not calling that person back. I bet a lot of you don't even check your voicemails <laughs> unless they're not transcribed to you by Siri or whatever. So you just try again. You're going to catch them when they're ready. And, by, and again, leaving that first voicemail, if they listen to it or they read the first text, you're much more likely for them to pick up the next time because now they know who's calling when it says unknown caller or just your random number, but they got a text from it. They're going to answer the second or the third time. Okay, so you got this first window. This is the first thing I want you to do in your power hour because it's the most important because we have to find a new opportunity every day, right? Second, take a break from the phone. Okay, that was stressful. We're calling new people. My heart's pounding. My armpits are sweating. What are they going to say? I'm um, just, that's what I hear from you guys. I don't feel that way when I call people, but I'm excited, right? I remember feeling that way though. So I'm empathetic to it. So, you know, we take a break. We called up, we tried all our new people. We got, we talked to somebody or we didn't. Now we take a little break. Go over to the MLS, right? Hop on the hot sheet. However, we all, uh, I don't know where everybody's joining from this call, but on ours, you can have that little widget, but we're checking for the new daily solds, the new daily, uh, listings, the price changes, whatever. This way, so you, as you go into the next round, you have stuff to talk about. That's why this is important, right? You'll have all this stuff top of mind. What just listed, what just sold, who took a price reduction, what happened in your neighborhood. It's all going to be top of mind. And if you do it every day, you'll be the smartest person in real estate. I promise you. Most people go to the hot sheet when they have a client who needs something on the hot sheet. You should go every day. We were in a small enough town that you could be smart about everything that's going on. And you'll just absorb it. You don't have to sit there like it's an exam or study period. Just absorb it. Just read it, flip through them, ask yourself, ah, that's, is that a good price or not? I want, oh, I remember seeing that a week ago. That's weird. It just reduced. And oh, cool. That's sold. Interesting. You just like go through it actively. When you do that, that should take like 15 minutes. It's not a huge job. Now we're going to go into the rest of our power hour. Okay. The next one is your scheduled follow-up. So Wherever you're saving your follow-ups, that's where you go to do this. If it's your calendar, great. If it's Reminders app, if it's your CRM, you might have a spot for all your, your tasks. But we want to check for stuff that we missed yesterday because we got too busy or a week ago. So clear up. The longer that thing goes in the past, the less likely it is going to create something in the future. So even if you missed it yesterday, pick it up, right? So we're going to do our tasks and then if the task doesn't result in what we want, so say if the task was send somebody something. Okay, so we send it. Then I'm going to tick that off. And then tomorrow I'm going to schedule myself, a, did you get it email or, or call, right? I'm going to check in. You don't want to just send stuff and then forget about it. If it was to call somebody, then I'm going to call them. And if I get a voicemail or whatever, I'm just going to move that task out to tomorrow. My task wasn't attempt to call them. It was talk to them, right? It wasn't just like dial the phone. But make sure you do this. This is so critical that if you promised yourself to do something, that you do it. You're only like, if you're not going to do it, then just forget doing tasks anyways. But this is the key step. And we want to do this methodically because I don't know about you guys. If I get to like eight o'clock at night and go look at my task list, it's not too inspiring. But when we're here in the morning, it's good to go. Okay, the next part of the power hour is opportunity follow-up. So these are people you have spoken to but aren't ready. I'm telling you, this is where all the gold is. 
Most people who inquire with you do not need you today. And depending on your lead source too, if you're out door knocking, you might've got someone's information, you meet people at an open house, you meet people at an event. If you're doing a lot of web leads like we do, a lot of those people are registering on that system, six, 12, 18, three years in advance. But if you stick with them, they're your client, right? If you stop sticking with them because you get too busy and you forget to call them back and they don't hear from you for 90 days, they find another realtor. People are lazy in this business, in every business, in the whole world. We take the path of least resistance. So you need to be the path of least resistance for your potential future customers. And so what you want to do here, like what we do, and I would coach you guys on the webinar too, is to have a couple different groups. We'll call them hot, warm, and nurture. So someone who's hot, we put them in that group because I'm actively trying to book an appointment with them. I'm like, I didn't come on the last call for whatever reason, they didn't want to go face to face yet, but I want to. So they're in the hot group and those people I'm checking my notes. And if I haven't had a contact with them in three days, I'm trying again, I'm going to send them an email, send them a text again. You let it go five, seven days. They put an offer in with somebody else at their open house, right? These people are hot. Warm is that group that's like, okay, they sound ready to go, but they didn't have a specific timing or motivation. So that's like, I'm not going to let those go more than two weeks. If I look in my notes and I haven't talked to that person in 15 days, they're getting a phone call today. For, I'm going to make up a reason, right? Reconnect. Hey, I know we just talked to you two weeks ago. You said you weren't ready, but I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't check in with you, tell you about this house that just came on the market, tell you about this cool sale we just did, um, or just say hi, right? I just miss you. It can be very easy, right? I was just thinking about you. I just drove by your house today. I thought about you. It doesn't, you don't have to complicate it. The point is to stay in contact or else they're going to meet another realtor who does stay in contact with them. That makes sense? Watching me very intensely today. I like it. Um, and nurture, nurture is the group. I, I promise you, nurture is the group where all your future money is made. And most people give up on this group because we are so addicted to hot leads. I made all my money on nurture, right? The 97% of the leads that don't convert today. I don't know about you guys. I still plan on making money in the real estate industry two years, three years, even 10 years from now. Wouldn't it be nice if 10 years from now, you were like just patting old past self on the back going, thank you for all that follow-up you did. Now I just have a never ending flow of clients coming in day in and day out because of all the stay in touch I did. Because I wasn't just looking for the hot weed because I had easy conversations, stayed in touch, reached out to people. I'll tell you one of my secret goals, not even my note here. We did this back on my team. I realized that so often we're asking for referrals from past clients and sphere. One year we sat down and I said, what if we redesigned our entire way we spoke with leads and that they enjoyed that process so much that they sent us one of their friends before they ever even met us. Like that was, it was so nice talking to us on the phone. I know you've got this style right there. It's just so pleasant, right? They're, it's not pushy. It's just so nice that they're like, you can't believe I, I'm going to send you a piece of business, even though I'm not going to be ready for two years. Instead of just trying to get referrals out of our past clients, what if we got referrals out of our leads? How many referrals could be coming, right? So that's what I think about. Hot, warm, nurture. Again, a nurture lead. I'm not going to let go more than 30 days without a contact, even if they told me they're not ready for six months. Secret from a veteran, everyone's timeline speeds up. So if they tell you three months, make sure you're calling them back in 45 days max. Again, I make it easier just 30 days. If you look and there's not been a communication, there's not been a back and forth in 30 days, just find a reason to call them. And if you don't have a reason today, then just they're still be on the list tomorrow, right? So call them tomorrow, find a reason, drive by their house, you know, <laughs> go check out their neighborhood, check them, check them out on Instagram and like something they're doing. It's active follow-up. Man, okay, I'm staying on 
track. I thought this was going to take a lot longer. Last but not least, sphere outreach. Okay. This one's really important and it's the easiest. We put no pressure on it. It's just, hey, how are you doing? Right. And in 2023, this can be texting, DMing, it can be a, a nice little email. Um, you can send them a couple properties that just sold around their own house. Okay. You are not trying to convert these people into leads. I'm not calling them and saying, hey, friend, you want to move? Like that sucks. That's not why we're doing this. We're just saying, hey, remember me, right? We like each other. And people who like each other talk to each other. They don't ghost each other for six months and then expect business. That's not how business works, right? So the goal is to grow this group. I got a lot of younger agents in the room, right? But if you get to year five, year 10 of your business, this should be all of it. You don't really need leads anymore. You have two, 300 people that know you, like you, trust you, and have done a deal with you in the past. You're set for life in this career, as long as you stay in touch with them. If you don't, guess what? There's a whole crop of rookies trying to put them in their sphere. And if you don't stay in touch with them and just keep chatting with them, you don't have to provide a lot of value. You don't have to say anything too smart. It's just staying in touch. And that's how all relationships exist, right? The best one uh, I put here, the easy, only script you need is, hey, I was just thinking about you. Well, what were you thinking? I don't know, nothing. You just popped into my head today. I thought I'd give you a call. How are you doing, right? Great, goodbye. You don't need any cheesy, oh, and by the way, if you ever think of selling, like that stuff's tired and old, right? People know what you do. They're following you on Instagram. They're following you on TikTok. Like, but you have to maintain that human connection or else it falls off and you just become an avatar to them. Okay, I'm very excited. I thought this was gonna take longer, but I've been speaking very fast. So to recap, and we're gonna do our little like mastermind session after with the worksheet here, guys. But what we need to do is work every single day. This has to be priority number one. Forget the offer you have to write. Forget the photo session you have to do. Forget the training you have to come to. This is what you need to focus on doing every day, day in and day out. Even if it's only for 30 minutes, right? We wanna at least get through a little bit of each of it, but we wanna make it into a habit and routine that you feel weird if you've gone a day without doing this. This is where all the consistency and the money is made. And the key is being able to do it even when the work of real estate is going nuts. When you had a shitty day, when you wake up in a bad mood, when your client, when you've been negotiating until midnight and you wake up and you're right back in the fire, getting your power hour in, that's the sign of a true professional and someone that can keep going and is going to have business three months from now, six months from now, continuously, right? It takes the stress off the business. It's just like brushing our teeth. We learn to do this every day. We want to be also make sure that we go through quickly the recap, right? Step number one, speed to lead. We're doing that 24 seven. Just call them back. Say, I just wanted to connect with you. I'm out in my car. I'm just between meetings. I don't have that information with me. I'll get it to you tonight. When can I call you tonight? Now you're connected. Your next text, your next call gets answered. But if you let that first one go, they're probably calling someone else, registering on another website. They're finding someone who will help them. And guess who's going to help them faster? One of your competitors that is not as good as you because they're not doing anything. They're sitting around. They're, they're not busy, right? So they answered their phone and they talked to this person. So don't give up your business to someone inferior to you because you don't want to call them back. Just call them back. Say hi. Or just answer the phone. That's my favorite. Uh, new leads. Next thing we're going to do is we're going to call our new leads. We're going to call them every single day. Call, voicemail, email, text. We keep trying until about day seven or 10, depending on the lead source, right? And then we're going to back off. But if you have that person in your CRM, you're going to wait for their next inquiry or the next thing they raise their hand off about if they opened your email or um, 
if you notice they were back on the search site, then you can you put them back into that new lead category again and go after them for another seven days. We don't wanna be, I'll just add this here with the, the new lead section, you don't wanna just keep power dialing these people for months. I have a, a coaching client I was working with that was kind of doing this and you're never gonna get through on day, like we did statistical research uh, when I was running ISA department on my old team. It was about day seven on, a, on about day eight, the chance of getting in touch with these people dropped to almost zero. And that's why we came up with these rules. It wasn't just, you know, I didn't just pull these numbers out of thin air. Um, the next thing we wanna do is research the market. And again, that's just simply creating your own little hot sheet, whether it's Paris, Brantford, the, the county, are you an investment realtor? So you're gonna look for all multifamily properties, but just flip through it. Like you're just window shopping. Just keep yourself intelligent because as you can see, if you do that, now as you're doing your follow-up tasks, um, your opportunity follow-up and your sphere outreach, you have all the latest stuff right on the tip of your tongue. You just looked at it 10 seconds ago. So now it's time to talk about it. You'll think, oh, I should send that property to so-and-so. Oh, that's right by their house. Oh, that's interesting. That just came up for sale. And it makes the follow-up so much easier. One big, I don't know what to say. Yeah, you do. You're a realtor. Tell them what's going on in the market, right? Look up the market stats, look up the listings, look up the sales. Then we got to get into our opportunity follow-up. Do not assume that because you talk to somebody, they will call you back when they're ready. That's a huge losing maneuver, right? You are the one that is being paid and making money. You do the outreach. So you decide whether you programmed a task or if you put them in that right bucket, what you're looking for is the last outreach. So if you're using a good CRM system, you can literally sort by that. What was my last outreach and go oldest to newest, right? Or if the list is only 30 people, then just read them one at a time and try to see, okay, that guy was 15 days ago. He's still good for another two weeks on, in the nurture. But you just make these rules up. When in doubt, just make the call. No one's going to be like, why are you calling me again? Never happened in my career. And it's a big fear that comes up. I don't want to bug people. I don't, they just told me not to call them. It never happens. People are happy to hear from you, right? Last but not least, we're going to call our sphere. And this is the game that at the beginning, it's going to feel weird because you're like, why do they, these people need me? But in the end, this is what veteran top producers, this is all they do, right? Is they just call their sphere. You follow them on social media. You call them once in a while. You put them on an e email newsletter. You invite them to a couple events. You only need two, 300 people in your sphere to have a career for life if you stay in contact with them. Okay, so got through it all today. This PDF checklist is the same thing we just went through. You guys all have a copy of it. I'm going to be sending it with the, um, the follow-up, which will be on our Apex podcast. It'll be on YouTube. It'll be on my YouTube coming soon. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Um, if you want it sooner, just send me an email or a DM today, and I'll fire this over to you. Um, but last but not least, just remember, we do our power hour every day. That is the key I hope you took away from today. You want to use my process because you haven't invented a better one? Start here. But you can tweak it. You can make it your own. But you have to do something. This is the job, right? Without doing this, there is no work to do in the afternoon, right? So please, thank you very much for coming today. I hope you enjoyed the new format and uh, I'm gonna kill the Zoom recording, but we're gonna do a little in-house mastermind. If anyone on the Zoom ever wants to come to the Paris office here on a Tuesday, just let me know. And it's always open invite. We'd love to see some other faces here. Thanks for joining me and we will see you next week. See you later, everyone. Thanks for joining.